When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. <laughs> Sorry, very belchy. It's our season three premiere. We got a bird. Yeah. Hey there, welcome to another episode of True Crimes Against Wine. I'm Judge Topher. And I am Judge Rachel. And today, yes. we're going to Napa. Oh, yeah. trip to Napa. Is the helicopter going to be here in a oh, minute? Oh, the chopper's on its way. Fantastic. Yeah, the Excellent. Uber copter. Oh, very fancy of you. So, Napa Valley is in California. Yes. And as we all know, it was established as an ABA in 1981. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they actually started making wine commercially there about 120 years before that. Oh. As early as 1858. Okay. Yeah. And like a lot of other regions, it's had its up and ups and downs. Sure. Um, other regions of California. It suffered a lot during the Prohibition, but mm. was able to get through it by making sacramental wine. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So there was exceptions for religious mm -hmm. or medicinal reasons, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I'm very excited to try this. Me too. Because we're almost at the end of rosé season. Yes. And today we are doing a rosé, which we is are, lovely. Which is fun. It's kind of late summer, early fall, so I feel like you can still get away with rosé while the weather is still warm, mm -hmm. right? <gasps> rosé rose season ends when I say it ends. <laughs> Okay. And it begins when I say that it begins. Okay. Will you tell us those dates or no? I kind of feel it out every year. Okay. <laughs> Topher's a fickle god. <laughs> Ooh, nice pop. Pop. It's been a while since we had a cork. It has. Yeah, we've had the screw cap on mm -hmm. a lot of our wines. But today we're fancy. Yes. It's a beautiful You're golden color. I was about to say your glass is so green, it makes the wine look really weird. Well, I'm looking at the bottle. Yeah, it does have a really nice, like, rose gold. Yeah, more on the gold than the rose mm -hmm. side of things. Whoopsie. <laughs> I haven't even had any yet. I already managed to spill some on myself. This is going to be a good episode. It is. All right, so All let's right. smell. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. Are you smelling? <laughs> oh, my God. This is, we're off to a flying start here. <laughs> such a mess right now <laughs> getting some like golden delicious apple Ooh, yeah definitely mm -hmm. i can see that it's still a little bit cold right now so i think yeah. we're gonna be able to smell it better as it opens up and warms a little bit okay so we'll um, kind of check back in on the scent in a little while mm -hmm. okay. yeah i think so are you getting anything from the scent right now i'm getting the apple for sure okay. mm -hmm. a little bit of like slightly underripe strawberry oh interesting but i'm not getting that yet but i feel oh and maybe some melon oh Ooh, melon. Yeah. Nice. I had some cantaloupe, really perfectly ripe cantaloupe for breakfast this mm. morning. And so it's like fresh in my mind. Cantaloupe is one of those things that if you don't get it right at its ripeness, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. Yep. It can't be underripe or uh -uh. overripe. No. It stinks when it's overripe. Yeah. Yeah. This was like perfect. Do you like cantaloupe and prosciutto together? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Say, this might be a nice pairing, this wine with that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a really good idea. Thanks. Let's taste it and see. Okay. Let's taste. Mmm. Oh, it's got a sharp acidity to it. Yeah, it's tart. Yeah. Really gets the saliva going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel it in the back of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Same. It has more of like a Granny Smith apple kind of tartness than like a golden apple. Yeah. On the taste. 
I would agree with that. Okay. I'm still getting the strawberry and I still am getting a little bit of the melon. Mm. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Are you getting anything besides the apple right now? No. Okay, that's fine. It's like I said, it's still cold. Yeah, so we'll check back in and see how it is after it warms up a little bit. So this is fresh vine. Ooh. Rosé. Okay. Which is marketed as a lifestyle wine for people with an active lifestyle. So that, oh. you, so that you don't have to sacrifice, you know, the calories that you just burned off because it's low calorie. Okay. So what is the calorie content per glass then? I think on the website it said it was like 98 calories. Which really isn't that much lower than a typical glass a typical of rosé. A glass of rosé is going to be about 105. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. All right. It's all about the marketing. It is about the marketing. It's all about the marketing. And I will tell you, I am a sucker for marketing. Yeah. It's a really pretty bottle. It is a cute bottle. Yeah. It's very simple. It has just some writing on the front, no images, but kind of a mix of some cursive writing. Yeah. It's like etched into it. Yeah. All right. So who made this? Who did make this? You? <laughs> is it Topher? This was a team effort from what I understand. Yeah. So that's kind of cool because mm-hmm. we haven't really not We've done, done a lot of teams. Yeah. Like two people who specifically teamed up to make this yeah. wine. Not like, oh, this famous winemaker and the celebrity, you know, decided to make a partnership. But this mm-hmm. is two celebrities who decided to go in on this wine yeah. together. Okay. So Julian Huff. Yeah. And Nina Dobrev. Yeah. So yeah. I guess they're good friends. They're really good friends in real life. They've said several times in, like, different interviews that they're best friends, which I think is nice. really sweet. Life wife. Yes. I think maybe they're the kind of people who are, like, soulmates, but in more of a platonic than mm-hmm. romantic way. Yeah. So I think that's cool to do, like, a, a wine with your best friend. Yeah. Huh. I would love that. Yes. What kind of wine would you do? Mm. I think I'd do more than one, but I think mm. it would be more of an Italian-style focus. For your Tuscan villa? Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> So it all fits in thematically with Mm -hmm. your vacation home. Exactly. Perfect. Well, I'm curious about what you know about Julianne Huff and Nina Dobrev. I know that she was one of the... uh, Julianne Huff. Okay. I know that Julianne Huff was one of the professional dancers on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. With her brother. Yes. I want to say that she was in the remake of Footloose. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. I've not seen it, but I remember hearing about it. I think you need to see it. Yeah. She's a very talented dancer, though. Oh, yeah. And I learned today Mm -hmm. that she is also a singer and has some country songs. Mm -hmm. Nina Dobrev, I think she was in Vampire Diaries. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. End of list. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So not a ton. No. But you kind of know, like, their big hits. I'm aware of them in the zeitgeist. Sure. I think they're, at least for me anyway, because I never got into Dancing with the Stars or Vampire Diaries. I think they were people whose names I knew and, mm-hmm. like, I knew of them, but I wasn't really familiar with what they had done, really, Fair. other than just, like, oh, yeah, that person's a celebrity Yeah, on a show. And that's what and they that's are. And that's it, yeah. <laughs> and, and they're very successful. So who do you want to talk about first, Julianne Huff or Nina Dobrev? Let's talk about Julianne Huff first. Okay. So Julianne Huff was born July 20th, 1988 in Utah to a Mormon family. Oh, I didn't know she was Mormon. Yeah, well, she grew up Mormon. She doesn't identify as Mormon now. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for her. She, yeah, she's the youngest of five kids. You know, Mormon typical family. Mormon family, yeah. Interestingly enough, all four of her grandparents, so her maternal and paternal grandparents, were all dancers. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's where she and Derek, her brother, I guess, got it from. Huh. She started to get into competitive dancing as a kid, and when, when she was 10 years old, 
She and her brother, Derek, moved to London. Their parents had just gotten divorced. London. London. They moved to London and were staying with a dance coach out there to, like, work on their dancing skills, which is so young to me. Yeah. To, like, just go to a different country without any immediate family being there. Mm-hmm. But how cool would that be? Really cool. Don't you wish you could have moved to England when you were 10 years old? Oh, my God. Of course. I would have loved that. I know. I always had this fantasy of going to boarding school uh-huh. as a kid. <laughs> From what I hear, boarding schools were really terrible. Yes. But I definitely did not think of it that way as a kid. No, in my mind, it was like this grand adventure that was kind of like mm, antiquated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that first attempt was. Not sure what word that was. The wine's already getting to you. Oh boy, yeah, it's the wine. <laughs> when she was in England, she actually got a role in the first Harry Potter movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just like a random Hogwarts kid. Huh. She's not like officially credited with a role because I don't think she had any lines yeah. or anything. She was an extra. Yeah. That's cool. And Harry Potter. Harry Potter. When she was just 15 years old, she was the youngest person to win the Junior World Latin Championship. Like speaking Latin? No, like Latin like dancing. Latin dancing? Okay. Latin dancing. That makes yeah. more sense. Yes. <laughs> I wondered why you look confused for a second. <laughs> like, vidi vidi vici. <laughs> How do you say dance in Latin? Dance. Sure, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> then she moved back to the U.S. shortly afterwards. Okay. So she, she had like five years in London, which is a good amount of time. Yeah. Especially those formative years, too, 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. She came back to the U.S. She... Continued to dance, and she first got really famous for going on Dancing with the Stars. She was on there from 2007 until 2009, took a little break, and then came back in 2014 and stayed until 2017. Oh, wow. When she was on Dancing with the Stars, she was one of the dancers that was paired up with the star. Mm -hmm. And they won. She won several seasons of it, which I think is pretty cool. That is really cool. And I think that's what really got her to become a celebrity in her own right. Was just how good she was yeah. at dancing. She also won an Emmy for Outstanding Choreography. Oh, I didn't even know that that was a category. Same. I'm like, who else is competing in that category? Right. <laughs> well, she won it. So she's technically an Emmy winner. Wow. So good for her. Good for her. Yeah, right? After Dancing with the Stars, she started getting into some acting roles. You mentioned Footloose. So she's in Footloose. She's also in the film Burlesque. Was she? Yeah. I love that movie. She was one of the dancers. I'm surprised you didn't recognize her. She has one of those faces where sometimes she's very recognizable, and sometimes I'm like, who is that person? Mm-hmm. Her eyes are very piercingly blue, though. Yeah. Like, I think you have to, like, look for the eyes. She might have even changed her hair color and stuff, too. Yeah, she looks a lot different, too, depending on her hair color and style. Yeah. Like, it really changes her whole appearance. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, like, it doesn't matter what they do. They always look the same. But yeah. some people, like, a little change. You're like, oh, my God, they look totally different. Yeah. She's one of the totally different people. You okay there? Yep. Very belchy wine. Belchy I haven't had an issue. I think that's a Topher problem. Well. She's also in the film Rock of Ages alongside Tom Cruise. Okay. It's a musical. She was in the TV production of Grease where she played Sandy. Okay. <laughs> Unimpressed. I'm not impressed. She was also a judge on America's Got Talent for one season. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a show. show. Do you really? Mm -hmm. So does my mom. (laughs) We have a lot in common. You and Barbara Barbara Ann. That's right. (laughs) And then she had a Broadway debut not too long ago in 2022 of a show that I had never heard of called POTUS, colon, or Behind Every Great Dumbass Are Seven Women Trying to Keep Him Alive. 
I don't, I haven't heard of it. It's not very pithy. No, it's trying to be really, it's trying real hard to be funny. Yeah. But it's on Broadway, so who are we to say anything? Well. We're not on Broadway, are we? Yet. Not that you know of. (gasps) Do you have a secret Broadway career? Maybe. Topher. What shows have you been in? All of them. It's exhausting. I was about (laughs) to say, you must be very tired. She has some country music songs as well. She did okay. I think her first album debuted at number three on the country music billboard. That's pretty good. Her second album, I don't think she ever released it. She says at some point she wants to go back to music, but I think she's doing fine. Yeah. That's all it. Her songs aren't memorable. They're fine. Yeah. Like if you heard on a country radio station, be like, oh, okay, this song is fine. But it's not like a Reba McIntyre song or a Dolly Parton song where it's like, oh, this song is like going to stick in my head and it's really catchy. Yeah. So, do you know some people she has dated? I know that at one point she was dating her brother, Derek, which was... Caused a huge scandal. Yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of hot. It was very flowers in the attic of them. <laughs> uh, no, I have no idea who she's dated. Do you know Ryan Seacrest? Oh, gross. Yeah, they dated for three years. Oh, no. Yeah. Julianne. And when they were together, there were a lot of rumors that she was just basically being a beard for him. Well... I don't have anything to say about that. Yeah. She was briefly married to Brooks Leach, L-A-I-C-H. Hmm. I don't, I don't know how you say his last name. Brooks Leach, okay. He is a hockey player in the NHL. Okay. So they dated for about four years before they got married, and then they got married in 2017, and then separated in 2020, uh-huh. and they tried to get back together and make it work, but then they ended up getting divorced in 2022. Man. Pandemic was hard on a lot of marriages. I know it was. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's described herself as definitely not straight, but that oh. was more of a recent thing. Okay. Or she's kind of come out. I don't know if she's used any other terminology to describe her. Whether she's like bi or pan. Right. Or... And maybe she's still figuring that out yeah. for herself. That's fine. I don't know. But welcome to the community. Yeah, Julianne. All right. How are you doing with your wine? I could probably use a top up. Yeah, me too. This is very drinkable. It is. It's Which is my favorite adjective for wine. Definitely a porch pounder. Are you getting any other flavors as it warms up a little bit? Let's revisit and see. Okay. Definitely more of the melon sort of flavor. The tartness. I don't know if I've just acclimated to it or if it's starting to dissipate. Okay. It's still there, but it's not that same sharp tartness that it was before. Right. It's calmed down a little. Yeah. And that could just be that I've acclimated to it. Could be. But either way, it's delicious. I'm getting more of the strawberry. Now. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just very suggestible. <laughs> I should one day just really fuck with you and be like, it tastes, it has notes of Monstera. Yeah? And nightshade. Yeah? You munching on this from your garden? Nom, 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 nom. So, Julian's a dancer. Yes. She's a dancer. A dancer, as are you. Oh, God. <laughs> If you had to pick a certain kind of dance to get really proficient in, Mm. which one would you pick? Tango. Really? Yeah. Why tango? I think it's really sexy. You just want to hold a rose between your teeth? (laughs) So when Fact Checker and I went to Argentina several years ago, we got to go to a traditional malanga where Mm -hmm. they do tango music. And it it was always in sets of three. So it would Mm -hmm. start with just the band Mm -hmm. playing a tango song, and then they would bring a singer out. And then they would have the dancers come. Mm-hmm. And it was just mesmerizing. It's such a sensual dance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that 
stereotypical like thing that marching sort of dance that you see on TV with the rose and all that. It's, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It's just their bodies have to be completely one. Mm -hmm. They taught me some steps, but I was really abysmal at it. It was bad. I think after some of this wine, you'll be ready to try again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can put that up on our TikTok. What kind of dance would you do? Oh, I am also a terrible dancer. Something that does not require rhythm. I I don't know that that's a thing. I think ballet doesn't require a lot of rhythm. I think ballet is more about precision. You gotta have really strong ankles, though. You do. My ankles aren't great. (laughs) They roll a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I did ballet as a child. What about hula dancing? No. I can't move my hips like that. Well... Get a hula hoop These and train yourself. These hips do lie. These They're hips do lie. Good. They are deceptive. <laughs> They're big, but they can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can try hula dancing. I'll try it once. Yeah? Sure. When we go to Hawaii, we'll have to get, like, some personal instruction. Sure. When we take our extravagant trip to Hawaii. Yeah, our next corporate retreat. <gasps> Ooh, are there Hawaiian wines? There have to be. There have to be some sort of good Hawaiian wines at some point. I don't know. But in that, like, rich volcanic soil? Maybe. It's just I don't know about the climate. Mm. Too hot and humid? Yeah. Okay. But I can look into it. You know what? It sounds like we need to go do a research trip. (laughs) Yes. So if our listeners would just, if every one of you sends us, like, $10. And then some more dollars. (laughs) And then some more dollars. (laughs) How about you do a $10 a month payment plan on an installment? perfect. Yeah. Then we can go travel and yeah. find out these answers that you are dying to know. I know. Right? The public demands answers. They do. <laughs> All right. If you had to pick a kind of dance for fact checker. Well, tango, obviously. That way we could dance together. No, but a different kind of dance. Why does it have to be a different kind of dance? Because I said. But then we won't be able to dance together because neither one of us knows the other's dance. Okay, fine. I would pick modern jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I think the boyfriend would be great at modern jazz. You think so? I think so. <laughs> How about boyfriend and fact checker get together and partner up to okay. do a performance for us? Oh, what if you did tap? Oh. Or Irish dancing? Oh, okay. Like the Irish dancing, very, very still from the waist up. Yeah, all you'd have to focus on is your leg work, yeah. your footwork. Yeah, which is doable, right? Right. You don't have to worry about any other parts of your body. No, I can be very stiff and severe from the waist up. Yeah. Okay, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Call back to my heritage. It's definitely, I mean, famously the easiest dance to learn. Right. Irish dance. That's right. What about interpretive dance? Fact Checker is great at interpretive dance. For real? He does an interpretive dance to Hold Me Closer, Tiny Dancer. (laughs) I really want to see this. It's pretty amazing. If he gets a few drinks in him, sometimes at karaoke, he'll request that somebody sing it so that he can do his interpretive dance. Okay. And I just sit there, like, in shame. <laughs> I thought you were going to say mesmerized. Oh, yeah, mesmerized. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> when fact checker, he's not here right now again. 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 But when he comes over a little bit later, I will just put on Tiny Dancers and be like, mm, anybody feel like dancing? <laughs> <laughs> fact checker? Anybody? Fact checker? (laughs) (laughs) He'll do it. Mm. I'm the sort of person where if I've had several drinks, I get a very false sense of confidence. Right. And I think that I am good at dancing. And I always have the thought, like, why don't I do this more often? I'm good at this. Right. I'm not. 
I'm not good at all. Do you ever have people video it and then you see it later and you're like cringe? No, I don't think I think that far ahead. Mm. I think I'm just like so in the moment. Just let the music flow through. Dancing like nobody's watching. Yeah. Oh, I really am. (laughs) But I truly believe, and it happens every single time where I've had too much to drink and there's music on, where I genuinely think I could just be a really good dancer. (laughs) (laughs) I can make a career out of this. Right. I'm like, I have a natural talent for this. (laughs) And I do not. You know what I do have a natural talent for, though? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> I love your brain. You're like, what? I'm so, and then you're like, oh, she's going to torture me now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Cross-examination time. Okay. You ready? You have enough night boss? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So today's cross-examination is going to be Nina or Julianne. Oh, wait, but I don't know anything about Nina yet. I know. This is so unfair. When have these ever been fair? <laughs> Good point. All right, there are 10 of them. I will be generous and let you decide what order you want to go in. One. Okay. So who dressed up in blackface? (gasps) Starting off strong. Because one of them did. Oh, Julianne. I think it was Julianne. Okay, any reason? Just like the sheltered growing up Mormon and maybe not picking up on important social cues. Okay. All right. Pick up your drink. Yes. Ah. You got it right. Take a sip. I mean... I shouldn't be celebrating that, but... (laughs) No, you shouldn't. Yeah, so in 2013, so she was definitely an adult, she dressed up as Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black, which is fine, but she definitely darkened her skin. Oh, no. To look black. No, no, no. And people called her out, and they're like, you cannot do that. That is blackface. And she rightfully was, like, very apologetic and was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was just trying to dress up as a character I really liked from a show I like, but I understand that this is offensive. I'm very, very sorry. Well, at least she owned up to it. She did own up to it. You know, there's nothing that we hate worse than double downers. I know. Exactly. And I think the reasons you gave were probably... Some of the same reasons. Utah is very white. Yeah. And if you grow up in that Utah Mormon culture, the history of blackface just probably will never come up. Right. So how would you really know? Yeah. Although you should know. You should, but you, you should. don't you don't know what you don't know. That's true. True. All right, so you got one correct. Next one. Three. Mm, going for the odds. Who likes making jewelry hmm. in her spare time? I'm gonna go with Nina on that one. Okay, any reasoning? Because I said Julianne last time. Okay, well, guess what? You're right. Oh, yay. Celebratory sip. So does she do it just for herself or does she have a line? She does it for herself, although she said she would like to have a fashion jewelry line at some point in her life. Hmm. Which I don't know if that would be like a QVC kind of fashion jewelry line or like I'm going to sell us at Target kind of fun. I don't know. I don't know what that means for her. Or like in a high-end boutique in like Beverly Hills or something. She said fashion jewelry, so I'm assuming that's more of just like non-precious metals and gems kind of jewelry. Yeah. Which is still really cute. Like that jewelry can be really cute. That's mostly what I wear. Yeah. But I don't know what her jewelry looks like. I didn't see any pictures of it, so maybe it's horrible. Maybe it's like macaroni. I was going to say, maybe she's walking around with macaroni around her neck. Oh, that'd be kind of cute. <laughs> it's very endearing. It is very endearing. All right, next number. Five. Okay, stick them to odds. Who was in a pop music group as an adolescent? Topher. Oh, no. <laughs> that was me. I'm going to go with Nina on this one. Okay. Because Julianne Huff was in England focusing on her dance career. Mm, okay. Pick up your drink. 
Take a sip. Because you're wrong. Mm. Really? Sip of shame. When she was 12 and in England, she and her brother and then a friend of theirs formed a group called 2B1G, Two Boys, One Girl. God, that's such a 12-year-old thing to do. And it was kind of like a singing slash dance group. I think it was very much like in the boy band, girl band kind of genre. I thought you were going to say Pussycat Dolls. I mean, I don't know what they were doing at 12. <laughs> but kind of that vibe of like, we're singing, but it's mostly focused on our dance moves. All right, next number. Seven. Okay. Who was in an erotic thriller? <gasps> Nina. Okay, any? I mean, her whole career is acting. Okay. So I think that she was in an erotic thriller. Okay, you're going to go with her? Yeah. All right, pick up a drink. Celebratory set. Yay. Yay, you're doing well. You need to get these questions to be a little harder. So yeah, Nina Dobrev was in a movie in 2010 called Cho, C-H-O-E, unless that was a typo and it's meant to say Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious. (laughs) She had a minor role in it. She wasn't like the main person. Gotcha. But I guess it's supposed to be like one of his sexy thriller movies. Sexy thriller. Yes. All right. What did I just do? Seven? Mm Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay. Who Skyped an audition from a bathroom? Hmm. Hmm. On the one hand, my first instinct was Nina. Okay. But on the other hand, you didn't say what kind of audition. Mm-hmm. And it could have been for like singing or something or a musical, okay. Okay. which would be Julianne. Okay. And she might have picked the bathroom because of the acoustics. Ooh. So I'm going to say Julianne. Okay. I like your reasoning. So pick up your drink. And you're wrong. Oh, I should have gone with my first instinct. You should always go with your gut. Temper. I know, I know. Uh, it was Nina, and she was auditioning for a role in the film Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, wow. Okay. With Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. I forget who she played. I never saw the film. I read the book. Oh, she was in it. She actually got the part. Yeah, she got the part. Oh, good. The reason she had to do the Skype audition from a bathroom was because she was so busy filming that she didn't have time to actually go out to audition in person. Gotcha. So, so it was like in between takes. Bathroom. Where she's like, all right, leave me alone. <laughs> I need to do this audition really quickly. Well, the bathroom's private. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure it was like a bathroom in her trailer, not in like a Target bathroom. <laughs> that would be great, though. That would be amazing. <laughs> She's like in the middle of the audition and some old lady comes in. She's like, like, occupy. Get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to work. (laughs) Lady's like, I just want to buy some candles from the dollar spot. (laughs) All right. So we've done all the odds. Ten. Okay. Who has a deal with rooms to go? We're being a spokesperson. Rooms to go. Easy. Decorating's easy at rooms to go. You owe us money, now. rooms to go. Yep. You know that famously we endorse Ashley Furniture, not Rooms to Go. Yeah, so you're lucky. You're lucky. Give us $10 million. Thank we'll you. We'll forget about it. Mmm. <laughs> Been going on for several years now. Julianne. Okay, any reasoning behind it? No. That's just what your gut tells you? Yeah. All right, pick up your drink. Celebratory sip! Yes! Yes, you got it. I really had no way of knowing that because I don't have, like, regular TV. We just stream everything <clears throat> right. without commercials, so. Same. Oh, you guys pay for the streaming without commercials. Oh, hell yeah. How fancy. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Okay. When you're doing the streaming services, they play the same commercial. They do. Over and over again. It's and sometimes so it's even, like, if there's going to be two back-to-back commercials, it will literally be the, the same, same commercial. Back- I know. 
That's where I just walk out of the room for a minute or two and then come and back. Rage. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which is how I first saw that she was in the rooms to go commercials. Interesting. She looks very different. Like her hair is very different in these. And so boyfriend and I were watching something not too long ago. We're streaming something or watching YouTube on the TV or something. And it came up and he was like, who is that? And I was like, I think it's Julianne Huff. Then I had to explain to him Julianne Huff. Because <laughs> he doesn't know. That's yeah. not his deal. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next number. Eight. Okay. Who toured the U.S.? And that's all I'm asking. I want to say, mm-hmm. I want to say Julianne, but it feels like it's a trick question. Mm. I'm going to say Julianne and I'm going to get it wrong. All right. Pick up your drink. Celebratory set. Oh, yay. Yeah. You got it right. That was a freebie. So she and her brother. See, I don't trust you with the freebies. I know you don't. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not trustworthy. <laughs> she and her brother Derek did like a dance kind of singing That's performance That's kind of tour. what I figured. Yeah. 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 So the tour was called Move Live on Tour in 2014. They're not very good at coming up with really. That's not a good name. Succinct. No, it's, like, n- it's not. Memorable names. No, it's a bad name. <laughs> it's really a bad name. But they sold out a bunch of venues. Well, good for them. I guess people were like really into dancing with the stars. and like, yes, I want to see you dance live. So yeah. they did. So good for Julianne. So I wonder if, because I know this as somebody who sings, if you're singing with siblings, Mm. like your harmonies are so tight. Mm. Like there's just something different about singing with family members. And I wonder if dancing with your sibling, if you're both, you know, professional dancers, Mm. if it's that same kind of thing where you can like anticipate each other's moves and and things like that. I've seen clips of her dancing with her brother and they're really good together. Yeah. Like they do a bunch of like weird flips and stuff. I mean, of course they're both professional dancers. So like they know how to do all this, but it looks so effortless. Mm. And again, I don't know if it's because the sibling thing, they just know each other so well. You have to think that the chemistry would be different. With siblings. Yeah, it is. It's not like a sensual, no, which I would no, hope no. not. <laughs> no, no. Because <laughs> that would be like, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, maybe stay away from the tango. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think they tango together. <laughs> okay, next number. I'm going to go with six. Who dropped out of college? <gasps> Nina Dobrev. <gasps> okay, what was she studying before she dropped out? Oh. Ooh. It is Nina, so I'll give you that. Okay. So take a sip and celebration, and I'll give you a bonus point if you can accurately name what she was studying. Biology. Oh, Topher, you're not too far off. Really? Yeah, it is a science, but one of the soft sciences. I'll give you one more guess. Soft science? What's a soft science? Oh, it's like not a science where there's like empirical evidence. Psychology? Biology, chemistry. You're so close. Sociology. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She was saying sociology, but then she's like, nope, I got to pursue acting. She started to get acting gigs. Yeah. So she was like, bye, college. All right, two more questions. You're doing really well. I should make these harder. You know, I always end up doing better with the people that I know zero about. I know, it's really weird. <laughs> it's really strange. Maybe because you don't doubt yourself as much. Yeah. Let's go with four. Who was cast as Jolene? As Jolene. Mm-hmm. Julianne Huff. Okay, any reasoning? I can see her with the flaming locks of auburn hair. Mm, just because of the hair? Yeah. Okay, celebratory set. You did it. In what? It was in a Netflix series, anthology series called Heartstrings. And she was, of course, playing Jolene from the Dolly Parton song, Jolene. Gotcha. Which I think it was like the flaming locks of auburn hair. Was it like her skin so 
Pale orange? No, <laughs> no. And Pale. eyes of crystal green. Uh, eyes of crystal green. Even though Julian has, has oh boy. I'm gonna try that again. Take two. <clears throat> Even though Julian Huff's eyes are very bright blue. Yeah. Okay. We have to put color contacts then. Or digitally altered them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final question. Two. <laughs> yes, I was like, are you asking me the question? <laughs> Who loves sharks? Who loves sharks? Yeah, one of them. One of them loves sharks. Nina. Why? Because she thinks they're really cool. Most basic answer you could think of, but you're right. Silver's first. Yay! Yeah. So Nina has said that she's like an adrenaline junkie, so she went swimming with sharks and just kind of fell in love with them, and has now started to work with like shark shark conservation efforts. Yeah, I think this is the best you've ever done. Did I got two wrong? Right? Yeah, you got eight out of ten over. Yes. I think this is like. The best, seriously, you've ever done on a I did really well on the soccer one. Surprisingly. Yeah, for somebody who knows nothing about soccer. Do you remember soccer. who the soccer one was about? Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. Good job, Topher. Whoa. <laughs> that was trippy. I know. It's been a while since we've used these crystal goblets. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we should have probably said this is our season premiere, by the way. <laughs> Season three. <laughs> season three, guys. Producer, maybe we put that in the beginning or leave it in the middle. It's Just leave it in the middle. You're so stupid. <laughs> season premiere. Season three premiere. Yay. Yay. Three seasons. Yes. That's incredible. It is. Congrats to us. Congrats to us. Cheers again. Cheers again. Thank you for remembering. <laughs> We're just like trucking along, We're like idiots. whatever. Hey, in our defense, we've been drinking rose, so mm-hmm. you know what that means. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's pull up and we'll talk about Nina Dobrev. Yes, please. She's a bitch. Really? No. She seems very nice. <laughs> but wouldn't you love it if that were true? That would be kind of amazing. I know. Any new notes on the taste as it's warmed up a bit? No, I'm going to keep it where I was last time with melon, strawberry, and a little bit of apple. So kind of a, I don't want to say simple, but kind of straightforward rosé. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said porch pounder earlier to describe it. Yeah. You want to stick with that? (laughs) Sorry. Very belchy. It's our season three premiere. We got a burp. Yeah. Um, It's in our contract. It is. Oh. We ready? Yes, let's okay. talk about Nina. So Nina Dobrev was also born in 1988, but she's the Capricorn, like you. Oh, yay. She's born January 9th. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> Good for you for being a Capricorn. That's right. <laughs> she was born in Bulgaria. Hence the Dobrev. Yes. And her first name isn't Nina, it's like Nicolina, but she shortened it so to Nina. So Nina is a yeah. big nickname. nickname. Yeah. Gotcha. She moved to Canada when she was two years old. She and her family, not just her as a toddler. <laughs> she was like, adorable? she has her little stick with the handkerchief. Oh, a little Eastern European toddler, like, Canada, please. <laughs> One ticket to Canada. She grew up in Toronto for the most part, but she and her mom moved back to Bulgaria for two years when she was 10. So that's kind of another weird parallel that she and Julianne have. When they were 10, they both moved out of the country where they'd been living for a long time. Yeah. She only stayed there for two years, and then she and her mom moved back. So I don't really know why. 
really wasn't explained from the research I did. Maybe it was like a family member or somebody that they wanted to reconnect. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool that she also had that experience of living elsewhere for yeah. a couple years. She was a child. She also studied dance. 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 Rhythm gymnastics. Oh, wow. Yeah. And acting. Of course. And her first big role was on Degrassi, The Next Generation. Mm. It's like a Canadian teen show. Kind of a CW-ish vibe yeah. to it. I'm aware of it. I've just never seen Yeah, it. we were, I think, too old when it came out to be the target audience. She was on there from 2006 until 2009. So we were kind of past the age of their target demographic. Yeah. And again, it was one of those things like you heard of, but never really knew much about, mm-hmm. at least for me. Her big role, though, was on The Vampire Diaries. Yes. And she lives in Atlanta while filming The Vampire Diaries. So when I lived at the lofts that I was at before I moved in with Fact Checker, uh-huh. I would go down to the pool and a bunch of the cast members <gasps> lived in the same building that I did. And they'd be down there like partying it up and stuff. Did you see Nina Dobrev? I, did, I wasn't aware of who she was at the time. So <gasps> maybe. She's thin, very pretty, long brunette hair. I mean, that describes a lot of people that are on that, <laughs> it does. that cast. It does. But yeah, there's a chance that I partied with Nina Dobrev and didn't even know it. Yeah, probably. Do you know that they were very nice and they would offer me drinks and stuff. Well, that's lovely. Did you take them up on it? Sometimes. Did you small talk with them? Yeah. About what? About like my job. Vampires. (laughs) I well, I didn't really ask them a lot of questions about their stuff because I didn't want to seem like. Oh, you don't want to be one of those people. Yeah, you know, like, and they're probably so over that they just want to like chill. I bet a lot of them probably came into the restaurant where you work too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you remember the story that I told you about Aaron Paul? Yes. A bunch yeah. of them were there that night, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I bet Nina Dobrev was there. Do you know what she looks like now? Oh, <gasps> wait a second. No. Are you making connections? Do you want me to show you a picture of her? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pull up a picture really quickly. And then you can tell me if you actually, whoops, I need to type. I'm bad at typing. This is her. I mean, she definitely looks familiar to me. There's a very good chance that I partied with her and didn't even realize She's very pretty. She doesn't have... That's a really good picture of mm-hmm. her. She doesn't have a face that's, like, super distinct. She's kind of, like, very, like, classically pretty. Yeah. She's got a nice, like, girl-next-door sort of vibe to her, which yeah. Julian Huff does, too. Yeah, Julian Huff does And I think Huff that's part of well. their appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. I mean, she's... She's very pretty. She's beautiful. Yeah. But not in a Uma Thurman or Tilda Swinton kind of right. way. Right. She doesn't have, like, a distinguishing feature or, like, face shape that makes her really unusual, but... Pretty looking. She's like classically mm-hmm. beautiful. There she's in like a period costume. Oh, I wonder what that was. I think something from the Vampire Diaries. Oh, probably. You're right. Yeah, so Vampire Diaries is her big show. You know, one of our good friends was an extra on the Vampire Diaries. Really? Yeah. She played a nurse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. And where I used to live in Georgia before I moved closer to town... They would film a lot in the, like, historic district of that town. Mm, that makes sense. They made it look like kind of like New Orleans-ish. Who is the male lead in that? Ian Summerholder. Yes. I can never get his last name right. I'm like, Summerfield? No. He and Nina were together. They dated. That seems doesn't seem age appropriate. Isn't he, like, older than me? No. He's not? I think he just want everybody to be older than you. Well, he just gives me older than me vibes. No, he's very young looking. <laughs> I don't know who you're thinking of. I'll show you a picture of him later. Yeah, so Nia. <clears throat> mm, uh huh. Nina and Ian. 
It's hard to say together. Nina and Ian. Nina. <laughs> Was that their celebrity couple? Terrible Nina. Nina and Ian dated for several years from 2010 until 2013. So the show is still going on at this time. They were both active on the show. They were, I don't know how people date their co-stars. Well, she was saying in interviews, like, she wasn't intending to ever date a co-star, but it just happened that they fell in love and really liked each other. There were rumors, though, that he cheated on her, and that's what led to their breakup. But she has never acknowledged it. Those are rumors. And they became, they were still friends after their breakup. That's good, because that's one of the reasons that I wouldn't date a co-star, is uh-huh. because the potential for it to go yeah. completely south, and then... You still have to work with that person. Yeah, and have chemistry. Like, what if the script says that you're still, like, with Oh, and those CW screen? shows, like, everybody's interested in everybody else. Like, it yeah. just rotates, like, who the love interest is at a certain time. Yeah. Yeah, by all accounts, like, they were very professional, even after they broke up. But, like, it wasn't an issue. And she's still friends with him and his wife, who also played a vampire. Oh. Nikki Reed. But she's in the Twilight series. Interesting. Yeah. And, yeah, there are pictures of all three of them hanging out together and having fun. Okay. She seems somebody who keeps more to herself, though. She's involved in a lot of charity work to end hunger and breast cancer and to help the youth out in Canada. She has cats and a dog. And she said, like, she doesn't like the term cat lady. She prefers the term cat woman. Cat woman. <laughs> Which is adorable. That is adorable. But yeah, she's most well known for the Vampire Diaries. She's had some smaller roles in films, Perks of Being a Wallflower, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, which is a terrible, terrible action franchise starring, oh my God, Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Yes. I can picture the cover of the, or like the promotional thing. I think she played like a nuclear scientist or something in one of, Yeah. So the boyfriend and I started watching some of the Triple X movies like a couple months ago just because it was free and on one of the streaming services. They're very bad films. They're yeah. not good. They're not good at all. Yeah. Yeah. She was in a romantic comedy that came out a couple years ago called Love Hard, where the premise was that, you know, you're dating on an app and you kind of really get interested into this person. And then she goes and meets the guy in person and he's like totally misrepresented himself. Ooh. And he's like this nerdy little dweebish guy. But then, of course, you know, the film they actually like fall in love, blah, 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 blah. Because she loves his character. Right. Or maybe he takes his glasses off and shakes his hair out. And all of a sudden <gasps> he's like, like oh the my hunk. God, you're so handsome. But those movies never have it where like the woman is like an ordinary looking person. And the guy is, like, a super hunky guy. No. So I was like, the woman is, like, super attractive. And the guy is just, like, ordinary. Like, she's all that. Yeah. So it's basically Nina Dobrov. So between the two, mm. who do you pick? Who do I pick? Yeah. Like To what? live. One must live. One must die. Oh, who do you pick? no. You must decide, Topher. Well, I've most likely partied with Nina Dobrev. Okay. And she's offered me drinks. Even though you don't remember her. It just feels, it feels rude to kill off somebody who you have a personal connection with. Right. Okay. So sorry, Julianne. Sorry, Julianne. What about you? I think I'd pick Nina. She just seems very down to earth. Mm -hmm. With no fuss kind of person. So I think I'd pick her. Fair. Yeah. I really like the fact too that she has not really been in the tabloids a whole lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Blackface, Julian Hush. Yeah, there's that too. Ooh, not good. So she seems to have a lot of common sense and she just seems chill and nice. Yeah. You know, it's interesting though. I never, you're, I know I'm going to spell myself. (laughs) 
I already spilled once. Look, I shouldn't have worn a you white shirt. You just almost spilled again. It went all the way up to the top of the brim. I'm just testing you <laughs> and your powers of observation. So all the things I read about them are saying like, oh, they're such good friends. And obviously they have a lot in common, but I never saw like how they first became friends. Yeah. So I want to know about that. I do too. So you I'm tell curious. me that story. They actually met while Julianne was on her tour. Mm. Her U.S. tour. Uh-huh. And she was in Atlanta. Mm. And she came to the 1016 lofts uh-huh. where Nina Dobrev was living with other to perform. Diary, diary people. She had a temporary like pied terre Oh, there. okay. Very French. She doesn't like to stay in hotels. She'd rather have a full kitchen when she's okay. on tour and stuff. Right. So she always gets Airbnb type things. Okay, gotcha. And she came down to the pool one day um, okay. on a day off and mm-hmm. we were all hanging out <gasps> and... She Did partied with us them? and I introduced them and now they're like best friends. Oh, Topher. I think you should get a cut of the wine profits. I should probably. You should probably. The wine wouldn't exist if it were not for you. Mm-hmm. I'm the glue that holds them together. Cheers. Cheers. We're <laughs> <laughs> both like mesmerized by this. <laughs> but I love the like. How it starts off really tonal and then it gets tonal dissidence. I think because I sloshed my, my glasses a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. If you had to spend a day shopping Ooh. Ooh, for furniture, but not at Rooms to Go. <laughs> shopping for furniture. But not at Rooms to Go. So you're not getting that sweet, sweet discount. I would still pick Nina mm. because... I'm sure some of the set pieces on Vampire Diaries were, like, really cool and antique. And Uh so I feel like she probably has developed a good eye Mm. for things like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. If not, she at least has people in the props department that she has connections with where it could be like, hey, get this cheaper piece, but I can get them to come and hack it for you so that it, like, looks really amazing. Yeah, okay. You always want to have friends in the props department. Yeah, true. Do you remember when I first started dating again? Mm-hmm. One of the guys I briefly dated was like doing props for films. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he was a terrible person. Oh, no. <laughs> you know which guy I'm talking about. Do I? Yeah. I'll, I'll talk we'll to you talk about, about it later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. But I was like, that's a cool job. It is a cool job. Yeah. You having some issues? No, nope, I'm good. <laughs> um, there was a guy that I dated briefly uh-huh. and then we just became like really good friends mm-hmm. we just weren't compatible for dating mm-hmm. and for a long time he was working in the props department but he they would send him out to like antique stores and furniture stores and things like that to acquire pieces for them so he wasn't mm-hmm. like let's make this but he mm. was like the curator of I, that would be a fun job it, wouldn't that be so fun like you get paid to go antiquing yes i love that me too but it paid well, like when it was when it was happening, <laughs> but then there wasn't ever any guarantee that he was going to get picked up by another film. So gotcha. it was very unstable sort of work mm-hmm. that stressed him out. So he ended up leaving that and going to something that was more stable, which I totally understand. But yeah, I think that would be the hard part, like working in the entertainment industry when you're not in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, in front of the camera, like you're never guaranteed work either if you're an actor or something. But yeah, but it's easier. I feel like. I th- well, because I feel like the money you do make is greater than somebody who's working like props or writing right. behind the scenes. Like, they're never going to make that same level. Yeah. Even if they're very successful. Imagine, like, having a lease or a mortgage and being like, I don't know if I'm going to get another gig. Right. After like, this can for, I pay for this? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, the money might be really good for a couple of months, but you don't know what the future holds. Right. That would be difficult. Yeah. 
I don't think I could function well in a job like that. Yeah. He was doing like DoorDash and stuff in between mm. gigs, which I get because that's, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to quit. Right. You, you do get another gig. Yeah. yeah. And it's on your own time and own terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that. But it sounds stressful. Sounds very stressful. Well, let's finish all this wine. Okay. We have very little left. Yes, we do. Ooh. A nice little sound at the end of that mm-hmm. pour. All right. You didn't say who you would go shopping with. I think I'd have to pick Nina. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Man, Nina's getting picked. Poor Julianne. I know. I mean, Julianne seems fine. <laughs> you have to go to a really offensive Halloween party. Who do you go with? I don't want to go. That's a trick question. I don't go. I refuse the invitation. That's the correct answer. How about you? Obviously, Julianne. Oh, Topher. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, she's done it once. She's done it once. She knows how to do it. Yeah. Have you seen pictures? No, obviously you haven't. I'll show you pictures of it later. Yeah. It's not great. Ugh. Her eyes do stand out, though, a lot. I hate when people wear, like, she has natural, like, crystal blue eyes. Uh-huh. But I hate when people wear color contacts. Oh, does that really bother you? If if it's not, like, a natural, mm. they always wear it, like, where it's this piercing blue mm-hmm. that looks so off-putting, like, you're mm-hmm. not a real person, mm. and I don't like it. Like, you're, what was that doll movie that came out recently? Megan? Yeah. Oh, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It always makes you look like some kind of weird android. Very artificial. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, when I was in college, there was a classmate of mine who insisted on wearing these very bright purple contacts. And it was very unsettling. But she really committed to that thing. That was like her personality. Wow. She was a nice person otherwise. But <laughs> Otherwise. Other than that glaring flaw. I mean, you know I'm judgmental. So. <laughs> oh, I have a friend who was a teacher. And, well, she still is, I guess. She didn't pass away. She's still alive and well. <laughs> she had a student once who was wearing the color contacts, but they were like really cheap color contacts and irritating her eye. So one day this student came up to her and was like, I need to get these out. And she's like, can you help me? Oh, no. So my friend did. Like, she was like, all right, hold real still. And oh, like, no. Pulled the color contacts out of this kid's eye. I don't eye. mess with other people's eyes. I know. Uh-uh. But the child was very in, grateful. You she can could, take him out. She was too nervous to take him out. If you she can never put him in, you can take him well, out. Well, you know, putting in contacts is a lot easier than taking out contacts. I, I'm aware. And this student had never worn contacts before. Price you pay. So I guess she, like, got over the hurdle of putting them in, but was too freaked out to take them out because they were irritating. They're, like, the very cheap, like, spirit Halloween kind of color contacts. Oh, God. Where they're not really safe to wear. No. No, I don't like that at all. Well, my friend was like, let's just not do this again. Yeah. You should just not do this. The kid was like, okay. <laughs> Color contacts freak me but out. I saw this image of my friend just like reaching up into like this kid's eyes and like plucking out these terrible color contacts. Oh my God, no. Yeah. I was watching this show earlier today mm-hmm. and they were showing a lobotomy Ooh. where you take the spike thing and you go up. The nose? Over the, no, up over the <gasps> eye. Oh, no, 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 and no. And then you have the mallet. No. Yeah, it was intense. No. I was like, oh, my God, I, I hate this. I hate everything about this. No, I don't like that at all. Yeah. I don't want anything going into my eyeball. No. It wasn't going into the lobotomy. eye. It, it was like well, up sure. above. Like they would peel back the eyelid. Ugh, and then. It's worse. <laughs> 
don't like it. Yeah, it was it was really intense. So stop doing lobotomies, Julianne, huh? Yeah, don't do lobotomies. That's not cool. No, not cool at all. Well, are we ready to deliver a verdict? I think we are. Okay. All right. Are we doing them together or separately? I was going to ask you, what do you want? I think we should do it together because they're such good yeah. friends. Let's do it together. Yeah, kind of like get to the classic heart of two crimes against wine mm-hmm. or on our season three premiere. <laughs> on our season three premiere. Premiere. Premiere, thank you. Yes. All right. And we planned to deliver that halfway through the episode. It was our grand reveal. Exactly. <laughs> It was intentional, not because you're a little drunk, Lauren. Right? <laughs> All right. All right. One, two, three. Not, not guilty. guilty. Yeah, when you swirl it, it changes. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think the wine's very good. No, yeah, it's delicious. How and much was it, by the way? Like $17. Not bad. Yeah. Reasonable. Perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Bring this to like your friend's house to sit on the patio, have a charcuterie board with some melon and prosciutto. Yes. Going to be so good. Yes, do it. That's my professional stance right there. Yes. As a doctor. (laughs) That's Tover's prescription. Yes. Well, thank you so much for listening to our season three premiere. I won't stop saying that. Which we totally remembered. (laughs) And don't forget that you can also ask us questions for our sidebar episodes, which are going to be coming out every other week. Mm -hmm. So we'll answer your questions there and send you some swag as well. Yeah, that's your chance to ask us about wine, celebrities, or any other nonsense we talk about. Any other nonsense. I mean, we've talked about D&D. Yes. Everything. Yes. All right. Well, you can reach us at truecrimesagainstwine at Gmail or TikTok. Instagram or Facebook. That's right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Bye. Bye.